Welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsburst. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always on Tuesdays, Mr. Matthew Rooney. Andy's over talking about golf. Is, is, it, is it a big golf tournament this week? I this is the this is a fun one. This is the match play, the WGC match. Oh, play. that's right. So you only get a couple of those a year, the one a year, one two year. This is this one's always fun. It's a WGC event, so there's always a really good field in it. And uh, yeah, we're we're still in the the ramp up to the Masters. So that's even nicer. And speaking of things that I'll pay attention to a lot, they're playing baseball. And they it's, are. It's, it's, there's some sort of classic. What what is this? Is you like know, baseball's World Cup? I, yeah, I it's the World Baseball. A long time ago, didn't we? I believe this is every three years. Dan might be able to correct me if I'm wrong there, but I think that's what it is. Every three years, um, and this is probably the most popular. I think it's been. I remember the U.S. won it last time too. In a, in a I forgot who they played, but I think well, I want to say like Adam Jones hit an important home run late to give him a win. It was like cool, but I don't remember it getting this much attention, this much emotion, this much excitement. Um, I feel like last time around this this time around, it's been a, a very fun tournament while I was a little bit slow to care about it uh, in the early going the since they've kind of broken out of pool play. It's been a lot of fun. There's been a lot of drama. There's been I mean, they, they've been lucky. There's been a lot of late game home runs that have been important and mattered that have uh, you know made for some really viral Twitter clips. And it's just been a really fun tournament now, now that the players are kind of getting warmed up enough. They've been at spring training, so they've been getting loose, but really, you know, pool play, it's kind of their first real game play for a while. And now that they're kind of getting warmed up, getting into the swing of things, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun the last few days. And we have a final tonight. The U.S. is in it. America. Yeah, it's. it also feels like every, every victory has been a comeback victory. Like every time it's on my timeline, it's somebody hitting some sort of walk-off. I mean, Japan late last night came back and, yep. and won late. The U.S., Hey, I mean, we just signed Trey Turner, we being the Philadelphia Phillies. So heard a lot about his, um, you know, excitingness. I mean, has every game just been a comeback victory? Is this nuts? The U.S. beat Cuba in the semifinals pretty good. It was like 14 to 2. Um, but yeah, before that, I believe it was Venezuela that uh, Trey Turner had a, the U.S. was down 7 to 5 in the uh, top of the eighth. And Trey Turner just absolutely nuked a grand slam on an 0-2 count to, to give the U.S. a 9-7 lead and then an eventual 9-7 win. That was the clip that really kind of – it had been important it, or it, been, it had been popular, but that was the clip, I think, in America that really turned a lot of heads and got people really all on board with it. So who, so the USA is in the final. Who are we playing? We're playing Japan. Japan, like you Ooh, said, the, the clip you saw last night was – the clip you saw last night was their walk-off home run against Mexico, who was uh, Mexico had, had a very impressive tournament, good baseball team. I think uh, I think they were a little bit of a surprise to have made the run that they did. Um, I think teams like the Dominican, Cuba, were were favored a little bit more highly than them, but they made a, a great run. They had a lead in the ninth, and, and Japan just ended up hitting up hitting a walk-off homer. Then now we get to get to see the drama of Mike Trout and Shohei Otani finally playing some meaningful baseball, only this time to the uh, probably dismay of Angels fans. It's going to be against each other and not an Angels uniform. Uh, they, they, they're going to go at it tonight. Uh, Otani is not starting, but I believe they were saying there's a chance that Otani could come out of the bullpen or be, be in to uh, close the game in a, in a safe game situation, which would be I – mean, could you imagine in the ninth if it's a tie ball game or Japan's got a one-run lead and Otani's pitching to Mike Trout with two men on? That would be fantastic theater. So how would that work? Is I guess is he a DH? Is there a DH in this thing or uh, is that? Or? It's, I believe it's similar to – the major league baseball where you can DH, but on the, you can also choose to forego the DH and have the pitcher uh, pitcher hit yeah. as well. 
Um, but yeah, DHs. exactly. They, they DH with the exception of Otani here and there. Gotcha. Uh, that makes sense. All right. So uh, the U.S. is playing Japan. What's going to mm-hmm. happen here? It looks like you're expecting just fireworks here. I'm Who's expecting pitching? some What's runs. What's the deal here? That, that's part of why I'm expecting some fireworks for the U.S. It's Merrill Kelly, who, I mean, he's a, a fairly average pitcher. As good as, the, as good as Team USA's lineup is, their pitching staff is not fantastic. It's not bad, but it's not fantastic. The lineups are both better than the pitching. Um, so I'll start at the bottom here, and I'm going to go patriotic, and I'm just going to take the USA money line at minus 130. We're going we're gonna to lift the trophy, as they say in the World Cup. I'm, I'm taking USA to lift the trophy at minus 130. Uh, win back-to-back World Baseball Classics. So give me them uh, over Japan, and then I'm going to go with both teams to score five-plus runs in this. We're just talking about I don't really like the pitchers all that much. And if you look at some box scores here, U.S. has scored 14 runs, nine runs, three runs, 12 runs, 11 runs, so four of their last five. Japan has scored six, nine, seven, 10, 13. Uh, so they're scoring a lot of runs as well. Um, I like both teams to, to get theirs, especially with the pitching matchup tonight. And then we're going to go with Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, and Kyle Schwarber all to record a hit at plus 205. This is, uh, I believe it was on Bovada. They had some really fun um, kind of combo props like that. I see those names. I see Mookie Betts is going to hit leadoff. I see Mike Trout is going to hit second. Those are two of arguably the best hitters in the world right now, going to get the most at-bats of anybody in this baseball game. So I like them to figure out a way to get a hit. And then Kyle Schwarber, who I believe is hitting fifth for he's been hitting fifth yeah it's been uh Goldschmidt Arenado Schwarber so I think Schwarber will be hitting fifth again tonight uh he's just a guy that seems to come up with big hits and big moments so give me him as well he's had a pretty nice tournament he had an absolute bomb of a home run I believe it was in the opening game of the world uh world baseball classic as well so give me those three guys to plus to record a hit at plus 205 uh and yeah we're gonna go with with runs hits in America I think that's that's the American way to play baseball we score a lot of runs we get a lot of hits we win baseball games we dig the long ball. I like this yeah. quite a bit. This should be fun. Very patriotic. And speaking of things I like, we're going to Miami, Matt. I was going to say patriotic. We got another tournament in America. We're going to party. Unless this is some. Is on. Unless this 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 is some foreign Miami that I don't know about, and there's a second Miami, which is very possible. All right, you Google and try to figure out yeah. whether there's a second Miami. I'll, I'll talk Google about alternate about- Miamis. Yes, alternate <laughs> Miamis, and uh, I'll talk about outrights here for a little bit. Um, Unfortunately, the tournament apparently it started today. I thought round one started tomorrow, so you'll be able to get these a little bit later. But two outright bets I did place early this morning. Again, should be around, and I don't expect the price to move too much. I don't believe either woman is playing today, so shouldn't be that big of a deal. And um, we're going to go back to the well here with Paula uh, Paula Bedosa uh, Paula Bedosa Bear uh, Paula Dear, but anyway Paula Bedosa. Sorry, um, eighty to one again this week, and, and just a player that. Unfortunately, it looks like we're going to have to go through right back in it again in that same kind of third-round match. We'll see how that goes. I mean, Bedosa was very close to winning that match. You look at the scoreline and the stats, it was really very close. And um, Iga Swiatek, not 100%. So although Bedosa is sitting in that quarter, um, one of the three best players in that quarter and pretty close to the top two, I think 80-1 to is kind of nuts. If she makes it through there, um, it's probably a favorite all the way through to the final, depending on who's there. And then Ludmilla Samsonova, another player that – 
you know, can get hot at a moment's notice. And the way this draw sets up, the first and fourth quarters are, are ridiculous. In the first quarter, you've got Ego, Rybakin, and Samsonova. You go down to the fourth quarter. You've got Sabalenka. You've got Krejcikova. Kudermatova's down there. Caroline Garcia. So you try to want to avoid those. You look at the second and thirds. Not a lot of names honestly stick out. It's a pretty messy tournament from an outright perspective. But again, Ludmilla Samsonova sits right there in the bottom of that uh, second quarter, has a great chance to advance through and is the type of player that can really peak and beat some of these better players. So both women kind of like their spots, really like Samsonova's spot a lot. I'm cu curious to see how this goes. I mean, she was someone that was favored to win tournaments, you know, two months ago at this point. It really hasn't been playing that poorly. So two big numbers. We'll put a little sprinkle on either one of those. And again, that should uh, be good when things start up a little bit later. But there is tennis this afternoon. So first round bets. Again, a few matches underway. Nothing really stuck out to me in kind of these early group um, you know, if you're looking for something fun, Amanda, I'm sorry, Alexandra Neal is an interesting underdog against Begu, but Begu will probably put her away here and we'll see how that goes. But a couple bets for this afternoon. We'll start with a parlay here. Two money lines I really liked quite a bit. Yulia Seva goes up against Rebecca Marino. Um, talk about Marino quite a bit. Continues to be overrated, for my opinion, in the market here. Uh, you know, a solid quality player at big ITF tournaments, but when you get to these um, bigger WTA events and players like Putin Seva, who you know isn't the most talented player, but has more than enough level, more than enough talent and, and grit, basically, and determination to just rip Marino to shreds here. I thought about honestly playing a spread there. I might go back and Try to lay some games, but I'm looking at three and a half, almost four at this point, just about right. But the minus 200, I had that much closer to 300. So take that and put it together with Wang Ziyu. And double check, there are multiple Wangs, I believe, in this event. But I believe she's the only Wang playing today. Yes, I believe that to be true. So Wang Ziyu goes up against Brenda Fruvertova, the little sister of Linda, the 16-year-old. seven. I think she's 15, 16 years old at this point. Yeah, she's incredible, dude. It's ridiculous, these two girls. They're sisters. Linda's 18. She's 16. And the two of them are just going to rip through this tour at some Are they going to be but... the new Williams sisters? I don't know if they're going to be quite that good. Quite we'll that. I mean, that would be that'd be pretty good. That's like two of the greatest tennis players of all. Time. Yeah, pretty much. I <laughs> so mean, that's maybe it's, so... a little bit. I don't think I could say they're that good, but they. It's, I expect them to be winning multiple tournaments at some point, but not quite yet. Um, Wang Zhiyu, the much better player. Um, I think getting some value here because Wang has struggled to win matches, but has gone to three sets in her last, I believe, four losses, all against players better than her. So finally, has a chance here to go up against somebody that she should be able to overpower. She should be able to have the level for it. As good as Brenda can be and as good as these slow courts are possibly for her, the power from Wong today should be plenty. Put the two together, you get plus 155. A first set over, Katarina Siniakova, Claire Liu. Thought about maybe playing it over two and a half sets here as well, but just didn't love that number. Um, you know, again, one of those matches I talk about where I'm expecting the total here to be right around 21, but, you know, with a 7-5-6-3 kind of thing, a 7-6-6-2 kind of thing. Um, we'll try to stack this up myself once I get a chance to look at some other places. And then a big underdog, Anna Karolina Schmedlova, got it done for us yesterday as a small dog. And today goes up as a big dog against Lauren Davis, who is playing some better tennis, but I have the two of these players matched a lot more evenly than the market does here. I mean, not quite a pick them. I would have Warren Davis a favorite, but kind of in the minus 140 range, not anywhere near what I'm looking at right now. I mean, you can get Shmedlova two to one. She has the advantage of being here as a qualifier and already played a couple matches and had some form under her belt. So happy to grab this really big price on Shmedlova. And again, we'll just play this. We'll not play the spread. Four games is nice. Four and a half is close. But if Davis wins, she generally puts players away. So I'll just take the money line here. So a big underdog, a parlay, and a first set over for you, Maddie. Did you I find any other Miamis? 
Uh, I did actually. I, I first, I love when you throw me the, the favorites parlay to give me some plus money. Um, there's actually a lot of Miami's in America. Surprisingly enough, there's like, I, I looked at, I found the top 10 Miami's. Um, number one is obviously Miami, Florida. Uh, we got Miami, Ohio, Miami, California, Miami, Missouri, Miami, Miami River, Ohio. New we York. We should have known that one. That was on me. I'm a college football guy with Dan here. Miami, Some Texas, action. Miami, Oklahoma, Miami, Miami Oklahoma. One of the two international Sounds Miamis sad. on this list, Miami, Manitoba, Canada. Going being in Miami, Canada during the winter would just mess with my brain because you'd have to bundle up and it'd be two degrees outside. Be like I'm in Miami, my, I should be warm right now. Uh, Miami, Arizona. Ever made that mistake and gone to Miami, Canada instead of. <laughs> I certainly hope not. I'm not sure how big the airport is. That might be a tough, tough mistake mm. to make when, when you're looking and there's only one flight that connects 16 times and it goes through Denver. Um, Miami, Arizona, Miami, Queensland, Austria or Australia, mm. excuse me. So that might be kind of fun. I'm sure that that's the number two Miami on this list. And then obviously mm. Miami, Florida is number one. So plenty of Miami's only two of them I found internationally. I'm sure there's more, but yeah, plenty of Miami's. Maybe we should do like a Miami tour. We'll try that someday, but I'm disappointed. We should have remembered Miami of Ohio. I digress. What do we got here? Hockey is hockey. still happening. How many games we got? We're doubling up. I like it when we double up. We we are. We're we're winding down here. It's I believe mid. Uh, it's like eight. The second week in April, I want to say, is the the last week of the regular season. So we're getting there. Um, I do have two games tonight. There's it's decent size slate. I think seven or eight games. I'm going with uh, with some favorites in this one. One heavy favorite and one uh, slight favorite. We'll start with the heavy favorite. I'm going to bet the Boston Bruins. Um, they are still the best team in hockey. I know last time I bet them, they end up actually losing outright to the Blackhawks. That's going to happen here and there. Boston's still playing really good hockey. After that loss to the Blackhawks, they've bounced back and outscored their opponents 15-2 to in their re- uh, most recent three games. to be Buffalo 7-0, Minnesota 5-2, Winnipeg 3-0. Uh, so they've hit five plus goals in two of those three. They're dominating opponents. Ottawa played last night in Pittsburgh uh, against a, a Pittsburgh opponent that's not fantastic, but playing okay as or they lost four in a row before that playing okay as of late. But before that game, that win against Pittsburgh, two to one on the road, Ottawa had lost four in a row against pretty good teams and allowed five plus goals in each of them. They lost five four to Toronto, five four to Colorado, six three to, to Edmonton, and five one to Calgary. So I think this is a spot where. Uh, Ottawa's coming off uh, no night's rest. They had to travel, obviously not the farthest of traveling, but still traveled. Uh, Boston is coming home after a road trip, which I, I always, I don't always love, but they've had enough time, I think, in between to be home to kind of let the bodies readjust and all that. So I feel comfortable going with Boston over four and a half at plus 135 and Boston minus two and a half at plus 132. Uh, just getting creative there with, with ways that Boston with some value. I think they're over three and a half is like minus 168. So there's no real yeah. point touching that. The minus one and a half is like minus 130. So I'm not going near that as well. No, no real value on that. And then uh, the New York Rangers, my New York Rangers, um, Oh. Air taking on the Carolina Hurricanes tonight. This is a, uh, it was a playoff matchup last series. We'll probably see them again in the playoffs again at some point this year. Uh, they played twice this year. New York's won six to two and five to three, and New York got better with the additions of Patrick Kane and Vlad Tarasenko. The Rangers, uh, after starting out a little bit slow since the Patrick Kane trade, have been absolutely on fire. They've won four in a row. They've scored five goals, four goals, six goals, seven goals. Their last two games, they've outscored their opponents 13 to nothing. Uh, Patrick Kane is on fire with them after slow start for his first two. He's got seven points in seven games, three goals, four assists. I'm going to take the Rangers on the money line against the Hurricanes team that is just playing okay as of late. They just beat your Flyers five to four in overtime. 
They lost to Toronto. They beat Winnipeg. They lost to New Jersey. Lost to Vegas. So they've beaten some teams that aren't playing as well, but lost to been losing to the playoff teams as of late. So we're gonna we're gonna back the New York Rangers tonight on the money line there at the the slight number minus one thirteen, and then we're gonna sprinkle them at home plus two ten against a, a pretty good Hurricanes team in what should be a, a playoff environment at MSG. I like all of this, and there's a lot of hockey today. It's finally a big. It's state. a lot of hockey, yeah. Is they, everyone they, playing? I guess everybody, but like two teams or something. I I don't believe my Blackhawks are in action tonight, but that's okay. Yeah, a lot a lot of games going on tonight. They generally don't play much hockey anymore, anyway, right? No, not really. They just they, they skate around, but I don't know if I would call it hockey. Well, they're out there. They're doing their thing. And speaking of people that are out there, the NBA persists. It continues as well, and. Not a big slate again. Another sixth gamer here. I got to look at the schedule. I wonder if we're going to just keep doing this for the rest of the season. It feels weird to have so few games all these days in a row. But two games that I like quickly on some of the other ones are Orlando Magic host the Washington Wizards. That game's a pick. The totals of two twenty-five. All those it's numbers came right out to where I expect them to be. Lean towards the Magic, but not a play there. Dan's Atlanta Hawks laying fourteen points to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, lean towards the Pistons. I had this closer to 10, but it's so hard with some of these big spreads at the end of the year. And um, as bad as Atlanta's been as a favorite, they've been much better at home. Uh, Detroit, this is a really bad spot for them. So we'll skip that one. The Pelicans, 13 points against the Spurs. Again, I show some value on the Spurs here, but um, haven't been nearly as good on the road. The Pelicans starting to put it together finally. So we'll skip that one. The Sacramento Kings, five-point underdogs against the Boston Celtics. Um, should be a really fun game, but again, everything kind of came out pretty close. Lean towards the Kings, maybe an overplay there, but again, all those numbers look good. The two lines that look a little bit valued, uh, look like some value to me. We'll start the Cleveland Cavaliers laying three points at Brooklyn. Um, they play a two-game series here. Both games will be in Brooklyn. They come in with two days off, should be really rested. Um, Jared Allen is questionable and with or without Jared Allen. I have the Cavaliers much bigger favorites. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith is questionable tonight. The Brooklyn Nets have um, really struggled against teams that have the defensive capability of, of what Cleveland does. And although Cleveland's been much better at home, they've been great as favorites this year. They really do a good job of beating and putting away all the teams that they generally should. And uh, this Brooklyn team is just a level below them, if not two. Um, really like Cleveland tonight. Had this closer again to four and a half, five without Jared Allen. If Allen's in, it, it should be closer to six, maybe six and a half. It should be a really nice play here. And we'll see if Allen's in or not. Either way, I really like this minus three. Um, still widely available. Should be able to scoop that up. And then the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're now seven-point underdogs against the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm just going to keep betting the Thunder. I, I don't know what the market has been so slow on this team. They're just good. This is just a good basketball team. And anytime they're going against a team you know, like the Clippers that doesn't necessarily have a star big man to attack – down low who doesn't really have guys that attack the rim a lot and they don't you know it's guys mostly try to do a lot of combo scoring kind of mid-range stuff shoot a lot of threes but not a lot of guys that attack the basket so uh, the thunder have great perimeter defenders as i've said before shake Gilgis alexander is fantastic and it's a little revenge spot you know the clippers are the team that sent him out so they could bring paul george in and, and put this whole mess together so a nice little cherry on top of a game that um, I have the Clippers only three-point favorites here. So I like the Thunder quite a bit. Might go in and sprinkle money line a little bit later, but should be a really nice spot. So two bets I like quite a bit here. The Cavs minus three, Thunder plus seven. Again, Cavs minus four would be fine. Thunder plus six is fine. So plenty of room here, but these numbers widely available. I like it. I feel, I know, I think I said this last time too, but it feels like every time we're on this show, you're betting on the Thunder. And that, that just speaks to, to the value they've had this year. I do need to ask, did you, did you have anything on the Bulls Sixers last night? 
Just we sad. finally we, we finally just, beat Joel Embiid. Just just my eyeballs and sadness. Yeah, that was you know, a, it was fun to win that one, but that was not a very good basketball game. It kind of seemed late, like nobody really wanted to win it. The Bulls made some nice defensive plays there, especially in the overtimes, and but, but for the most part, that just seemed like a game that neither team wanted to to run away with and take. I'm just so mad that your Bulls are now finally good. I defended them all year. I said, all right, let's, season, like, let's, 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 we're not going to better with Lonzo, but we're like, not going to, this, this is it. Like, why does this, ugh. I'm not going to say good. They're not good yet. They're probably okay, going to get themselves. Bad. To play not bad is, is fine. Like, again, yeah, fine, but fine. they'll make the play and they're finally starting to play a little bit better. We there. might have a Hawks Bulls playing game. Fingers crossed. That, was, that would be fun. I think me and Dan would have to take over the show for that day. Um, but it's, it's it's still mind-boggling to me that after you know almost two years, Levine and Demar can't seem to figure out how to play together late in games. They they figured out how to do it kind of throughout most of it, but then you get in the five-minute mark in tight games, and it's just one of them has the ball and everybody spreads out and they just go ISO and it's just back. It's they trade off possessions and it's like nobody else wants wants the ball, wants to go near the ball, wants to move. It's just it's frustrating, wildly frustrating. But you they got won, a goal so we'll scorer in this. You got a goal scorer for the Bruins here for Cougs? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I have the odds right in front of me. Um, I mean, you can never you can never go wrong with Pasternak. David Pasternak or Brad Marchand. I know that's an easy layup of an answer. They probably don't have that great of odds. But if they're going to score a lot of goals tonight, which I think they are, uh, th- those two are probably safe bets. I can dig it. All right, good stuff. No random soccer for us to pick. I double-checked and made sure. Nothing going Bummer. on there. But we got baseball. We got basketball. We got tennis. We got hockey. Everything you could possibly want. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Great job in the comments. Give us a thumbs up, a like, all that good stuff. And we'll be back tomorrow with some hump day action.